The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Nazir has been dedicated by our good friend Jaime and Dina Dana. Hashem Yishmirem v'chayim. Fatzlacha for all their children that they should be mechunach alpi toratenu akedusha. They should grow up and they should be zochel the Torah or mitzvot or chupa or maasim tovim ubefrat for Ashkelema for Moshe ben Dina. אין נא רפאנה לו בתוך שאר חולי עמו ישראל, וגם רפואה שלמה, פנינה, בת אסתר. אין נא רפאנה לה, אין נא רפאנה לה, אין נא רפאנה לה, רפואת הנפש ורפואת הגוף, ורפואתה כרבה לבוא וכן ירסון ונאמר אמן בזכות המסכת נזיר יגן בעדם אמן. דף כ. Today's daf is being studied by Nishmat Morzikini, by Yosef Ben Sarah, by Abraham Ben Esther, by Hashem Tenhem Begin Aiden. Amen. Today's daf is being studied by Fuash Chalema, Sarah Muhammad Batrachev, Sarah Batrachev. In the Refanahim, in the Refanahim, in the Refanahim, for the Nevish or for the Goof. Or for a time, Kurabala Mubekin Yerosavaramar Amen. Begin today's daf on Yutet Amud Bet, starting at the Mishnah. A fellow accepted upon himself uh, many nizirut, which means a nizirut more than 30 days. A long nizirut. And he fulfilled it. But then he came to Eretz Israel, which means his original nizirut was in Chutz Aris, was outside of Israel. Now he came to Israel to bring his korbanot. What happened? Chamai says he's got to take upon himself another 30 days Nizirut. Betadel Omrim Nazir Betahila. Betadel says he's got to reset, restart and do the whole Nizirut all over again. We'll see exactly why. There was a story of Hilniya Malka, she was from the family of the Hashmonaim. Shehalach Bena Lamilhama. So one of our children went out to war. The Amrad, she said, Yavo Beni Minamilhama Bishalom. My son comes home from the war in peace. I'll accept upon myself the Zirut seven years. Sure enough, he came home. She became a Zira for seven years. Then she went to Eris Israel. Like Shita, Betelel says that when you move to Eris Israel, you got to restart the Zirut. So, so far she was in Zira for 14 years. And then at the end of the seven years, she became Temeah, Venimset, Nizira, Islim, Vehachana. She ended up becoming a Nizira 21 years. Seven in Hutzlaaris, seven in Eretz Israel. She became Tamir towards the end. Therefore, she had to accept upon herself another Nizirut. So, therefore, it was 21 altogether. Amar Bi Yehuda. The Bihuda says, no, no, I tend Nizira in Arba'a She was only a Nizira. What did the Ezer for 14 years? So now we really have to analyze what is the reason why Bet Shammai, or for that matter Bet of course, says that when you make a Nizirut in Hussaris, you're not done. Why when you go to Israel, you're still uh, connected. You quote Bet Shammai is more lenient in this case. He says you only have to accept upon yourself a small Nizirut, 30 days. 
no matter how long your nizirut was. But Tzitzit says you have to accept upon yourself the entire nizirut. So the Gemara is going to explain to us that the hachamim were gozer. There is tumat ha'amim. Eres ha'amim has tumat. The land of the goyim has a tumah in it. The reason why the rabbis put a gezerah on the land of the goyim that have tumah, because they weren't careful where they buried their dead. They don't put markers, they don't put signs, and therefore the concern was that somebody's going to go to Chutzlar, it's come in contact with a corpse. Either he's going to touch the ground, or he's going to come uh, be ma'ahil over the mit, he's going to go to the mit HaMikdash. Meanwhile, he's taking his ta'or, he didn't see any mit. Meanwhile, there was a mit over there, but they're not careful, the goyim. So therefore, the rabbis put a tum'at, Eris Israel. Now, the Tumat Eris Amim. So, therefore, if somebody, Tumat Eris Amim, they called it. Now, the question is, to what extent did they put this Tumat? That's a big mahlokan. Some say they put the uh, Tumat to the extent where even the uh, Avir, even the air of Eris Amim is going to be Tameh, which means that, uh, uh, that if a person, let's say, is in a Teba Shedao Migdal, Let's say he's in a uh, box, right? And he's being transported over, let's say, Eris uh, Amin. But uh, there's, a, there's an opening. So the air of Tumat uh, Amin is going to go into the Teva Shida Megdal. It's going to become Tameh. Others say, no, that the Tumat Avir is not uh, applicable. But it's the Tumat of the Gush, the actual earth itself. That if somebody touched the earth, or somebody uh, came in contact with the earth, or was uh, not, not touching it, but carrying it, they put a tumah on the actual land itself. Now we'll see that, uh, that's going to really make the mahluk uh, between Bet-Shamay and bet why bet says, that, so everybody else, if you make a nizirut in Hosta Aris, uh, since the rabbis put a, a tumah in, in, uh, in, in Hosta Aris, so your nizirut cannot be fully fulfilled in Hosta Aris, because it's betumah. So they mind you. So therefore, they say when you get to Eris Israel, it's like a knas. You gotta, you gotta start again. That's betelil to go to the, to the extreme. But Shabbat says no, no, we knas you. You only have to go the minimum nizirut. I don't care if you accept upon yourself a seven-year nizirut. When you get to Eris Israel, you have to accept upon yourself thirty more days. Now we have to see why Bet was lenient and why was betelil stringent. So the Gemara says, Katani Resha, We learned the Resha. Bet Omrim Nazir. Let us say that the argument isn't such. The Bet Shemai Savre, Bet Shemai says, Eres Amim Mishum Gusha Gazru Ala. Gusha means that the actual land itself. But Shemai was not so mahmid in the Tekana of Hutsaris. That the air of Hutsaris is not metameh. Dafka, the actual gush, the actual land itself. Dafka, we not going to bet Shemai. If you put a guy in a teba shedal migdal and you transport him over Eris Amim, he's not touching it. There's only airspace going in. Nothing according to bet Shemai. So since bet Shemai says the tumah is not so hamura, so we're not going to knas the guy so much when he makes an end in the chutzlaris of the zirut that when he comes to Eris Amim, he only have to accept upon himself thirty more days. Mishum Avira Gazru Ale. No, the Gezera is Mishum Avira, which is it's the most strict Tumah. That even if the person is being transported through Eris Amin, right? He's in a Tevash Shidal Migdal. He's being transported over, so he's not touching anything. Not coming in contact, but the windows are open. So the Tumah in the air space is going through the windows, they will go in on such. So since the Tumah of Eris Amin is very strict, 
So the rabbis made a, the, gave it a, a knas. You accepted upon yourself Nizirut and Hosaharis? We start it when you come to Eretz Yisrael. That's how the Gemara is assuming the Mahlokan is. The Gemara wants to pin the Mahlokan of Betelel on to the extent that they hold the Tumah is in Eretz Amim. Betelel said that it's a weaker Tumah, so they didn't, they didn't penalize them so much. Betelel says it's the most strict Tumah, they penalized them more. Gemara says, no, you, don't, you don't have to say that. Gemara says, no. I can tell you, everybody holds that it is the, it is the more lenient Tum'ah. It's Mishum, uh, I'm sorry, it's the more strict Tum'ah. No, it's only the earth, which means everybody will hold, even according to Bet Hillel, that it's really the earth itself of Eris Amin that is Metameh. Also, what's the Mahloket? And the Mahlokan is to what extent they were kones. Which means, the Mahlokan is just in how far the rabbis went to be kones. I don't have to say that there's a Mahlokan in the extent of the Tumah. I'll say, no, really the Tumah and Amim is not such a, a, a strong uh, Tumah. It's only if you come and touch it. And still, Betelel says, we can ask the guy into the full measure. We're going to cross him, you got to start the Nizirut again. But Betelel says, well, we're going to cross the guy in the whole measure. We can only cross the guy for... 30 days, but the, there's no machlokan on Tum'at I don't have to say that there's a machlokan on Tum'at that's our text in the um, in the Gemara there is another text out there of the uh, Tosafot and the Rosh and the other text is the exact opposite the other text wants to say like this Bet Shammai let us say the machlokan Betelel and Bet Shammai is on the extent of Tum'at and Esahamim that stays the same. And Betil Shammai is the one that says that Tum'at Eris Amim is what? Is the Avir. Is even going to be the Avir. Which means he's the one that's more Mahmir. And since he's more Mahmir, he can be more Mekir. And say only 30 days. What's the, what's the Pshad in that? Because like this, normally a Tum'at Deoraita, I mean a Tum'at, let's say a Kever or something like that, the Met, Mideoraita, there's no such thing as Tumat Avir. Mideoraita, by a Kever, there's no such thing as Tumat Avir. So if the people are going to see that in Kunsta Aris, there was so Mahmir that there's even Tumat Avir, which people, people are going to know automatically it's got to be a rabbinical Tumat. Because even by a Tumat Deoraita, there's no such thing as Tumat Avir. That they're putting Tumat Avir in, in Kunsta Aris, people are going to know clearly it's Tumat the Rabbanan. And that's good. Because now I'm not worried that the people are going to come to make a mistake where if I let you uh, make a nizirut uh, in Chutz Ta'aris that's different than a guy that's making a tum'ah, a nizirut with tum'ah if a guy makes a nizirut, let's say in a cemetery would we say then nothing is hal the clock doesn't start till he goes out and he has to mash'ekin tum'at iris amin. the clock starts it's just that what? when you get to iris Israel, you have to Start it again. So, but Shammai is going to say, since the people are going to to, to, to recognize that Vadai this Tumah is only Tumah Rabbanah, because we're being more Mahmir and Tahiris Amin than even we are by the by regular Tumah Deoraita, so therefore I'm only Kanasing him 30 days, because I'm not worried that this will lead to making a mistake on a regular Tumah Deoraita, because he'll know the difference. He'll say, this was only a rabbinical Tumah, and this is a Deoraita Tumah. Masha'enken, again, According to Bet Shammai, it's obvious to the people they're going to know Tumat Eris Amim is the Rabbanan. 
how are they going to know it's the Rabbanan? Because they're going to see you being Mahmid even on Avir. Whenever, whenever Mahmid on Avir. With the right that there's no such thing as Tumat Avir by, 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 by a myth. So when the people are going to know it's the Rabbanan, I'm not concerned that being lenient over here in Eris Amin, that when he goes to Israel to do a 30 day, that it's going to lead to a, 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 a kula in a case where really the Tum'ah is going to mandate that he has to start the whole thing over again. For example, a regular, a regular Tum'ah Doraita, a guy who's a Nazir, right? when he comes to Mehmet Doraita, what's the deen? He has to start, he has to start over. I'm not worried that there's going to be confusion. Because they're going to know that this is a Tum'ah Medra Banan. And therefore, how they going to know it's a Tum'ah Banan? Because I'm so mahmir by saying even the Avir is. That people say, oh, what's this Avir business? There's no such thing as Tum'ah Avir by, uh, by a Tum'ah. But Tum'ah Met, but they're saying, Eris Hamim, the land of the Guim, has that Tum'ah. Oh, but this is a rabbinical item. So therefore, no one's going to come along and say now, in a regular case, where let's say a guy accepted upon himself 100 days in Zirud, that he touched the Met. Okay, 30 more days. <laughs> no, no, no. They're going to know that that's different. That's the Uraita Tum'ah. You have to start the clock over again. Mashaykh Tumat Amim, since it's only, since it's obvious from the Humrah that it's only Mithra Banan, not come to make a mistake. But Betelel is going to say the opposite. That since the Tumat is similar to Tumat the Uraita, they only put Tumat uh, um, uh, Gush, the, the weaker Tumat, people are going to confused. They're going to say, well, I was in Eris Amim. Right, only had to do 30 days. So you know what? Uh, and that's the same thing like a regular Tumat. So he's going to come in contact with a Tumat, they were right. I was going to say, oh, I'll just do 30 more days. Meanwhile, they have to do uh, 100 days. So therefore, Betelel said that because it's similar, they can come to make a mistake. So therefore, you got to start over again. So that's the other Girsa according to the Tosafot. That since Bet Shammai is going to say it's more Mahmir, there's no reason to go there to a regular case of Tum'ah de Oraita, where Betelea is going to say, since it's similar, that same Tum'ah, Tum'ah Gush, which is t- touching it and things like that, which is regular Tum'ah de Oraita, that's regular Kevin, has the same Dean. So people might make the parallel and say, well, in, in Tum'ah de Oraita, I may have to start over. I only have to do 30 days, so on the regular Tum'ah de Oraita, I'll only do 30 days. Now sometimes you have to do more than 30 days. If, it's, if you did 100 days, you've got to do the whole 100. So Betelea says, with Mahmida, you got to start from the beginning. So you'll start from the beginning over there as well. The Gemaran continues. Ma'aseh b'hilniya malka. Okay, we have a story of b'hilniya malka. So what happened? She accepted an izirut in Chutz Aris. It was a seven year. And then uh, she came to Eris Israel. Betelea told her another seven years. Then she got Tameh towards the end. And then uh, the, she had to do another seven. So it's altogether 14 years. Uh, and then the Gemaran Mishnah said that according to the Bihuda, she only was in a zira for 14 years in totality. We'll see why. The question is, we want to know who Hindi was following over here. When it says Hindi followed this um, 21 years. So is the pshat like this? That she followed seven years in Chutzla Aris, and then when she came into Eretz Israel, she only had to really follow thirty days. And what happened? But she got Tameh at the end of the thirty days. Now those thirty days are really to fulfill a seven-year nizirut, and therefore if she became Tameh during the thirty days, according to Bet Shammai. She's got to accept upon herself now another seven years. Which means the 30 will cover the seven. But she got Tamir during the 30, so now she's got to accept upon herself the seven. So the question is, what exactly was she doing over here? Was it the Pshat 
that she was seven in Eretz Israel, and then she came She came and started the thirty. Got tameh aliba the bet shamai, and therefore she had accept upon herself a another seven. Look at the Tosafot. And we and actually we're trying to explain over here for a moment to Shitav Rabbi Yehuda. How do you have fourteen years? According to Chachamim, twenty-one years has to be betelir. Seven. She came to Eretz Yisrael to do another seven. She got tamer at that seven, so she had to do a another seven. So the twenty-one years she has got to go like betelir. And the Mishnah says, The question is according to the Yehuda that says you only got to do fourteen. Who's Shittaz he working with? Now he could be working with Bet Shammai. And the logic of that would be, seven years in Khonsaris, she moves to Eris Israel, she only got 30 to go. At the end of the 30, she got Temeah. So the understanding is, once you got Temeah in the 30, that 30 was to replace the seven years. So now you got to go and accept upon yourself another seven. So never, that's why he got the 14 year count. That's what happened. That's Bet Shammai. Or maybe, Or Dilma, Bishelon Nitmet, Valibad Betelel. Or maybe this case is simple. She didn't become Tamehan and did 14 years like Betelel. Meaning she did 7 in Ustahari. She got to Israel. I told her I do another 7. She did another 7. I told her it was 14 years. So we're trying to understand Shittat Rabbi Yehuda. Where did he get this number 14? Is it Aliba the Bet Shammai or Aliba the Betelel? So comes the and says, Tashema. Alta La'aris. She came to Israel. Betelel told her she's got to do another seven. And she became Temeah, she's another seven. Which means, then what did the Behuda say? Now, altogether, she only did 14. If you're going to see that it's quite the Bet Shammai, and she got Temeah, it should say 14 years and 30 days. Because that's what her, she was in totality. She did 7, 30, and she got to Me'ah at the end of the 30, and then another 7. So really it's not 14 years, it's 14 plus 30. So the fact that he didn't say that, he said it's 14 straight. Must be even the Be'udah subscribing to Betelel. The case was talking about what she didn't become to Me'ah. So she, she did 7 in Qusar, she came to Israel to another 7 in Kabbalah, she did 14 altogether. So the proof is from the fact that it didn't say 14 and 30 days. Tanya and Me'achim, we have a bright to support this. Rabbi Yehuda Omer Mishum Rabbi Li'ezer, the Amar Kira. The Pasuk says, Zot Torat An-Nazir. You want the full Pasuk, Zot Torat An-Nazir, Biyom Melot Yemen Nizro. This is the Torah of the Nazir, on the day that he completes his Nazirut. Amra, a Torah Amra, ki nitmet biyom melot, ten lo Torah Nazir. And the Bidah is of the Shita that says, when he becomes Tameh on the day of melot, on the day of completion, just give him another Nazirut, meaning of 30 days. Which we saw the Shita, we, we saw the Shita earlier. The Bidah is of the opinion that says, that if a Nazir becomes Tameh on day 30, well, take, take a better case. Day 100, the last day of his Nazirut. Just give him 30 more days. Zot Torat Nazir Biyom Melot That on the day of Melot, you just give him Torat Nazir, you give him one Nazirut. Now, now what is this? What is this? 
In the case of a 30-day Nizirut, anyway, he's got to do 30. I'm giving you a case where it was a 100-day Nizirut, and he got them in the last day. Adush only has to fulfill 30 more days. Now, how is this Braita a support to anything uh, that we're saying over here? Which is, we're trying to prove to you that the Mi'udah was going like Betelel. That what? That the uh, 7 and the 7, it was 7 in Hussar. Uh, and 7 and 8 is to say, that's how you got to 14. The Gabbara says, I'll prove it to you from a Braita, where it says over here, you have to be the eyes and all that. If you got them on the last day, you only have to do the, uh, you know, the Nizut of 30 days. So look at the, so look at the, <laughs> so look at the proof of it. The proof is like this. If you're going to say that the case of Rabbi Yehuda was the story over there which became Teme'ah, that's the point. The assumption is she became Teme'ah at the end of 30 days. So she did 30 days, and on day 30 she became Teme'ah. Why do you have to do 7 years? If you become Teme'ah on the last day, you would only have to do 30 days. Which is, we're saying that uh, Rabbi Yehuda subscribes to this opinion, because it's Rabbi Yehuda, which would be the Ezzet. So Rabbi Yehuda would say, it can't be Bet Shammai. Because Alibad the Bet Shammai, she did seven in Hussaris. She did 30 in Eretz Israel. Once she became Teman day 30, she only would have to do another 30. So then you, you, you can't even give it a case where you'll have 14 Alibad the Bet Shammai. You're not going to have 14, you're not going to have 14 in 30 days. You won't have the case. It'll be, four, it'll be seven, 30, then another 30. Because she became Teman the last day. So therefore they want to prove it. And who said the Shittah Rabbi Yehuda? So therefore, it cannot be Alibad de Bet Shammai. Because it was Alibad de Bet Shammai, you'll never get to 14, the way the, 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 way the story you're saying happened. Again, if she became the man, it's in, in, she accepted this would be Hutsaris. That's seven? Yeah. Beautiful. She moves to Eretz Israel. According to Bet Shammai, 30. take 30. Beautiful. Now we want to, hey, but Rabbi Yehuda, you said she gets 14 there. How'd you get to that number 14? So we assumed, oh, she probably got Tameh on day 30. Therefore, what happens? It resets to seven. They got 14. So the Gabbara says, impossible, you can't learn like that. You know why? Because it would have said 14 and 30. And anyway, you can't say it without that. Because we have a bright that clearly says that if she became Tibet day 30, the BU, that's what you only got to do another 30. So at most, she would have been 7 and 60 days. And therefore, we see clearly that the Mi'udah is subscribing to the opinion of Betileh, that she did 7 and Eris Hosa'aris, she got the Eris Hosa'el, the Rabbi told her, doing another 7, she didn't become Tameh, so altogether she had 14. Comes the next Mishnah, Mishayu Shte Kite Edim Me'idot Oto. We have two sets of witnesses, two and two, two sets of witnesses that are coming and testifying on a person. First set of witnesses says about this fellow, he accepted upon himself two nizirut. Another set comes along and says, no, he accepted upon himself five nizirut. Right, we have a mahlukin in eduyot, so that's called hachasha. Each each witness is arguing on each other, each set. Therefore, they cancel each other out. The guy doesn't have to do anything. Hey, listen, 
go with the common denominator. There is commonality. Everybody agreed at least there was two over here. The Mahalukah is, was it two or five? So within five, there's two. So therefore, uh, he's got to fulfill at least the minimum uh, to Nizirut. Now, the question is like this. What is the guy saying? Which means the guy that they're talking about, what is his uh, uh, opinion over here? So look at the Tosafot in order to get the cage clear. What's the case? If the guy kept quiet, guy came into Bedin, two witnesses, the guy accepted upon himself two uh, Nizirut. If he didn't open his mouth, his silence is as if he's admitting. So he has, he, at least he has to accept upon himself the Nizirut, whatever, whatever he kept quiet to. Oh, so he's screaming. No, it's not so. He's machish. He's saying what he's talking about. He didn't accept any Nizirut. He's screaming at the witnesses. If he kept quiet, that should be an admission. No, well, the guy comes up and says, nah, I don't know what I did. So now you're really only dependent on the witnesses. I forgot what I did. So now you're dependent on the witnesses. And the witnesses are sorted themselves. So that's <laughs> which means the guy kept quiet but what happened the two sets came simultaneously and the well, two witnesses are screaming it's two the other two witnesses are screaming five so the guy says what do I got up my mouth for they themselves are so telling each other I don't got to say anything <laughs> which means he, he, he already letting the witnesses uh, destroy themselves so therefore and that, that's the case we're discussing over here so we have a machlok in Betelir Betelir says listen so what they only destroy themselves to where they're arguing on. But where they're agreeing on is at least two Nizirut. So the guy's got to accept the bottom of two Nizirut. Once they machish each other, the whole thing goes out the window. Therefore, he doesn't have to accept upon himself anything. Comes to Gemara now and begins. Matnitin de Loki Aitana. Our Mishnah is not like the following Tana. The Tanya, we have a writer. Be Ishmael ben Oshra, be Yohanan ben Meruka, Omer. Lo nechleku betchamay ubetelel al shteki te'edim. Achat omeret shetayim, vachat omeret chamesh, yesh bichlal chamesh shetayim. That's not the Mahalog. The Mahalog is not like we know the Namishnah, according to the Shita. Everybody's going to agree that when one set says five and one set says two, you put them two. Because for sure, it's minimum two. That, there's no argument on that. Well, so what's the argument? Al manechleku al kat achat. We're talking about where there's one group. There's only two witnesses. One witness of the group says it was two Nizirut, and the other witness says it was five. Bet Shabbai says, listen, two witnesses themselves, you split the witnesses, they break them up, throw them out. There's nothing. Bet says, no. Bottom line, you got two witnesses over here. They're both agreeing at least that there's two Nizirut. But look at this, is there another three on the guy? Give the guy at least two. Amarav. So Rav comes along and says, Hakol modim But everybody agrees in the case of bimone. Mone really means where they are counting. Everybody's going to agree in that case. That what? That the Arut is split. We throw out the, the witnesses. What's the case of counting? So give us Amal Rav Hamal Rav Chazda. My Kamar. Where was this thing? Bimone counting. Ilima Echad Omer Hamesh Veloshetayim. Where one guy comes along and says it was five and not two. Veechad Omer Shetayim Veloshamesh. So that's what means counting. Where each guy is saying his testimony beferush. 
Nobody's going to argue in that case. That's Vadai. That's Soterich. That's Pashut. I need you to tell me that case over there. Which means, in a case where each guy is saying it was five and not two, or two and not five, that's for sure they sorted each other and you throw the testimony out. What's the case? Obviously, Rabbi is coming to tell me Hadush. But everybody agrees in the case of Moneh that you throw out the testimony. What's the case of Moneh? You don't give me an obvious case where they're arguing on each other bifirush. So the Gemara says, Eila, you know the case is like this. The case is Ehad Omer Achat Ushtayim Veachat Omer Shalosh Arba Vehamish. The first witness comes along and says Achat Ushtayim. How many Nizirut did he accept upon himself? Two. But how did the guy say it? He accepted upon himself one, two. The other guy comes along and says, no. It was three, four, five. So now the question is, how do you understand this? So according to Rav, Rav is according to everybody, that is throughout the, throughout the witnesses. That is considered a hakasha, they are contradicting each other, because how are we going to understand that? When the guy says one, two, and the other guy comes along and says three, four, five, how do we interpret this fact that they're counting? So the Gemara says, actually if you look at the... The Tosafot on the on the bottom. Look at the bottom Tosafot. My Kamar. Kilomar. Vechidami Moned Kamar. What's the case of Moned? Either my the Kamar Chashia Hadadi the Hedja. If they argue on each other, Befirush the Kamar. Hamish for those times. Pshita the Rechel Kuedu Tano. My Kamar Shmona Dera. Pashut. He's saying five, not two, two, not five. That's Pashut. Throw it out. Ela Echad Omer Hatu Shtayim. Vechad Omer Shalosh Varba Vechamish. The end of Mechashim Bifirusa, which means they're not really contradicting each other directly. He's saying one, two, he's saying three, four, five. Kabash Malan Rav, the Kevan de Kulhad Nahad Nahatla Minyana, Shize Eno Omer Shetayim, Bevatahat, Edomer Ahatushtayim, since they didn't just say two. They're saying it explicitly, one, two, the Ze Gimel Ve Arba Ve, and he's saying three, four, five, Velo Ahatushtayim, Keilu. Amar lo achat ushtayim nadar ela shalosh varba vechamesh. Vezes shamar achat ushtayim kiilu omer lo nedr shalosh varba vechamesh. It's like they're saying, three, four, five, and not what you said, one, two. Meaning it's like he's saying five and not two. And when the guy says one, two, it's as if he's saying two and not five. Which is the fact that they were explicit in their counting, even though they didn't say five, not two, two, not five, it's like they said it. And the yeah. fact that they counted it out, so that's the Lush of Rav, that when they say, that when they're counting it out, when the first guy comes along and says, what? One, two. When the next guy comes along and says, three, four, five, it's as if when the guy says one, two, he means it's one, two, not five. And when the guy says three, four, five, he's saying it's three, four, five, meaning it's five and not two, even though they didn't say it explicitly. So comes again with us, what are you talking Halam Malik. What are you saying that for? Which means, why do you have to say, why do you have to say this? Hashta yesh li lomar hamirta amar rav. Kilta lo amar. Which means, literally, now you're telling me he said the hamur, he said the more strict. What does he have to say? The lenient. Hamur is the strict, Kalta is the lenient. If he said the strict, what does he have to say the lenient? What is this uh, claim? Look at Tosafot. Amar. 
Visedi Hamur Kiltalo Kocheken Logar Sinan Amarabahi Perusho. The Parikh Amai Kamadaviyah Hasha. Why are you saying that they're contradicting each other? Because Shumdam Ninan Kemande Zamar Shlosh Arba Vehamesh Velo Amar Gamachatush Time. He didn't say one, two. He said three, four, five. So you want to say three, four, five? Like he's saying, and not, and not two. Havi Kilomet Befus Velo Hatush Time Nazar Amai. Who said the contradict? I can say like this. Umash lo iskira hatush taim. The reason why I didn't say one two. The malo la iskira hamirta. The ainu shalos varba vachames amar. Which is if he said already three four five. Kiltalo amar. Hamatzinu mada hatush taim bichlal devarav. The mosif wala yachamutz. If he said the chumra, but by saying three four five, what is he saying? It's more than you said. It's not only two. It's Three, four, five, so it's if he's saying, for sure one, two. I'm saying even more than you, which means when the guy says three, four, five, don't interpret as if he's saying five and not two, because that's already a direct contradiction. When it's a direct contradiction, you have to throw the testimony out. Eli, he's saying, he doesn't have to say the one, two. He's saying the chumrah. He's saying already three, four, five. Does he have to say that it was one, two? So as if he's saying it was five. Okay, so then we're back to the same. Look, if one guy says two, one guy says five, so at least you got to fulfill the two. Which means, why are you interpreting it? Why are you telling me when a guy is moneh, where he says one, two, and the other guy says three, four, five, that you interpret the guy that says three, four, five as if he's saying five and not two? He didn't say that. Which everybody agrees if he said it beferush, of course you throw out the testimony. They're arguing head on. This guy's saying two and not five. This guy's saying five and not two. But we want to know in the case where they're vague. Where the guy comes along and says one, two. And he says three, four, five. So the Hadush of Rav was, when he says three, four, five, that's if he's saying three, four, five, and not one, two. So who said he didn't have to say one, two. He said the Humrah item. He said already three, four, five. There's five. Does he have to discuss the one, two? So it's as if he's saying, but I want to. It goes without saying. So therefore, it's a regular case where he's saying two and he's saying five. So what's the what's the case when he says two and he says five? Mahlukat, Mahlukat, Betzavai, and Betzilev. Betzilev will say you got to do minimum two, and then Betzavai will say do nothing. So therefore, they're arguing on Rab. The Gemara concludes as Amar Rab, Kilta lo Amar Amar Amri b'Ma'araba. In hakhasha b'moneh. Oh, the rabbis of Yerushalayim and Maraban and Israel, they said there's no hakhasha at all b'moneh. You don't throw it out. Which means when a guy comes along and uh, counts, right, and says uh, um, one, two, and the other guy comes along and says three, four, five, that's not considered a hakhasha. That's everybody's going to agree according to Yerushalmi at least that you have to do the uh, common, which is two. Uh, so sure he's arguing on uh, Rav he's really taking the Sivara of uh, Rav Hama that uh, made the uh, the difference over here was it Rav Hama? yeah it was um, yeah who, who, who rejected Rav's statement? yeah Rav Hama he was the one that uh, knocked it out and Yerushalmi's taking that cheetah that really when a guy's moneh it's not considered kasha, and therefore, according to everybody who wants to say, they're going to say you take the minimum of to Adran Alach Misha Amar. Perik Lebi'i, Mishnah. Misha Amar Hareni Nazir. Okay, a guy says, Behold him a Nazir. Misha Amar Havero. So his friend heard the, that uh, proclamation. 
Va'amar Va'ani. He said, me too. Va'ani. And another friend, third guy, also heard the proclamation. He said, Va'ani. So they all connected to the first guy. So whatever he is, me too. Kulam Nazirim. Okay, so all three have to be Nazir. Obviously the first guy, and then the two guys that followed him. But you have to remember, they're linked to the first guy. Hutara Rishon. What let's say the first guy goes and makes Hatara on his Nazirut? Automatically, the other two fall off. Because they were saying, I'm like him. So whatever he is. So therefore they were dependent on the first guy. So if the first guy broke, the, took his Nizirut off, so then his root goes off as well. Hutar Aharon. But let's say guy three took his Nizirut off. Aharon Mutar. Because the first two are not dependent on guy three. Tosfot. Misha Amar. Harini Nazir. Mishama Haviro Va'amar. Va'ani. Va'ani. Kadomar. Shnaim Shamud Rishon. Two guys heard that the first guy accepted the zirut. Right, first guy went made that to the rabbi. So the other guys go off also. Why? I'm like him. They depended. They made their they dependent on his. However, if the last guy went to the Hakam, who mutar? The Kulan Asurin, Imlo Yatiru, Gamim Dreb, if they want to go Matir, they can Matir, but it's not an automatic. Ayyid Hakam, Ababilo, Taralo, Shelo, Talun, Nidrem, Benedra Haron. Look, that's case number one of the Mishnah. Case number two of the Mishnah. Case number two. Amar, guy said, Hareni Nazir. Veshama Havero Vaamar Pi Kefiv. My mouth is like his mouth. Vesari Kisaro. And my hair is like his hair. Hareze Nazir. Gibra will explain exactly what Tardush in this case is. Case number three. Hareni Nazir. A guy accepts upon himself a Nazirut. Veshamra Ishto. His wife heard. Vaamra Vaani. So she says, Me too. So the husband is allowed to absolve his wife's neder. But his is going to be kayam. Oh, we have no problem with that. Because her, his neder is not dependent on hers. So by breaking hers, like the regular law of a husband, his remains intact. However, hareni nizira. She, let's say, says, I'm going to be in the zira. V'shama ba'ala. V'amar va'ani. Me too. Now, his nadir is dependent on his wife. Eno yachol lehafir. Why? Because we have, a regu- we have a famous law that it says, lo yachel devaro. So we learned over there, he is not allowed to be mefir, his own nidr. Now by being mefir, his wife's, his is going to come off. So therefore he's stuck, because she accepted upon himself and the zirut. He said, me too. So therefore he's linked to her. So if he now absolves his wife, what is he really doing? He's taking his off. So therefore since he cannot do that, so therefore the dean of the Gemara is going to say, he's stuck. Now, that's that's only... That's only if you learn. Uh, the Gemara is going to go into this, but I'll give you the the uh, 
the highlight of what the Gemara is going to say, really we have a machloket throughout Masech and Adarim as we learned, the husband breaking the wife's neder, what's the mechanics of it? Is it Me'akar, um, is it golden mafleya that it wasn't there, or is it Megaz guys, or just cuts it to where it was? Now, from here it sounds like, from the fact that he's saying, uh, if he's going to take his wife's off, he's taking his off also. It sounds like you're taking it off from the uh, inception. Which means when he's coming along and saying the Nizirut, and he said Va'ani, so therefore it's like he's taking, uh, and, and he comes along and wants to make a fara. So it sounds like he's uprooting the Nedr Lemafreya, uh, therefore he's going to uproot his Nedr Lemafreya. You can't do that. Because the deen is, others can be Mifir, but you cannot take your own Nedr off. So the Gemara says, you have no da'aya to that subject. You can even hold Megaz guys. Megaz guys means, no, he's cutting it where it is now. I mean, uh, she's on uh, day 15 or whatever it is. She started it. It's cutting from now, not retroactively. Also, then the question is, if he's cutting it from now, so therefore, lechaura, just like he can cut a uh, husband, uh, he's not okaying it. It's not an akira. So what the husband's not allowed to do, you can't be okay in there, Darim. But uh, you, you, can, you can cut it. Why can, why, if he, so, so why are you saying that he, his, his remains on? So explanation is, because when the guy says, Va'ani, it's as if he was Mekayim, his wife's neder. It's a different lawyer. When a husband makes Kiyum on a neder, there's no more rights to Tabzav. Which means, that when lady came along and said, any Nizira. He comes along and says, Va'ani. So we always understood Vani, he means me. No, no, Vani means me too and you're good. You're good. Oh, so once you say you're good, there's <laughs> nothing to do with the breaking, which is even if you don't want to say Me'ikara, even if you want to say it was like a Megaz is the different reason the Mishnah over here, the reason why you can't break the Nedir is because there was already a Kiyu. Now let's read that in the Tosa 4. The Gemara is going to speak this up, but let's read for giving uh, 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 um, some insight. Look at the Tosa 4, that in Nizira. Second line. even if you wanted to say that technically you could be mefer hers with what she did, but his could be kayam mikom akom hal nidra ad ata veniziruta eno yachod lafed. The kevan amar vaani kiyem la nidra. Since he said the words vaani, that's not just saying I am also a nazi. That's like saying and yours is confirmed. Right? Once yours is confirmed, so there's nothing, nothing, nothing to talk about. Comes the next case in the Mishnah. Hareni Nazir. Okay, fellow says, Hareni Nazir. Hareni Nazir ve'at. I am a Nazir and you. He's telling his wife, Hareni Nazir, except upon himself, and you also. Ve'amera amen. And what happened? She says, amen means she accepts. Mefer et shela ve'shelo kayam. 
We understand that. He could be mefer hers, and his is still going to be kayam, because her in the zirut is linked to him, but his is not linked to her. Therefore, he can break her in the zirut, and he doesn't have to. His is fine. Look at the Tosafot. Now, this is the way we understand the question. He's not making a proclamation because no one can accept upon uh, Nizirut for somebody else. So, really, you have to say he's asking her, Hareni Nazir, Ve'at? It's more of a question to Sfot says, Kilowat. Ve'chigam atrotsadi dorbe Nazir? Ve'amra amen. Perush, Kibla ala Nizirut. Mefar et Shela, Ve'shelo Kayam. But if she didn't say Amen, which is if she didn't say Amen, she's good without any hafara biklal. Because the husband cannot accept or impose the zirut on his wife without her acceptance. Which means, when he said ve'at, it's not considered a kiyum of any sort. Because to make a kiyum, you have to have a Kabbalah, but there's no Kabbalah here to start off with. So therefore the case has to be where he said, Ve'at, she said, Amen, oh now there's already a Kabbalah on her part by saying Amen. Now he could be Mefer, her part, but doesn't affect his part. Yeah. Last case of the Mishnah. Hareni Nezira Ve'ata she comes along and says, I'm going to be a Nizira, and then she tells her husband, and what about you? Ve'ata, ve'amar, amin. And he comes along and says, amin. Eno yachol Why? So again, we go back to that same controversy that we had in the last cases. Which is, if you're going to tell me that what, if he's going to be fair, now his wife, he's linked his wife's there. What's going to end up happening? If he's okay, his wife's neder, memela his neder is going to come off. What's the problem? So what, let his neder come off. No, can't do that. You're not allowed to be okay, your own neder. So by taking your wife's off, yours is going to come off. Can't do that. Lo Or I could say, no, no, no. The pshat of here is again, when he is not being okay in darim. Well, I'll tell you the way it's working over here when the husband's mefer, it's megaz guys. You're just stopping it where it is now. <coughs> oh, so therefore, why can't the husband be mefer his uh, wife's uh, neder? Because by him saying, uh, amen, that you see, when she says, you too, that amen is considered a kiyum, not only for his own uh, neder, but it's a kiyum for his wife's. And therefore, once already he made a kiyum for his wife's, there's no point now, or there's no uh, uh, chance anymore to make a hafara. Those are the two sides that we're going to see in the Kedra, which is really the two sides that we had in the last case. Look at the Tosafot. Hareni nezira ve'ata haki garis. Veshama ba'la ve'amar amen. Enu yachol Why? Kitosu gives me the two sides. Niha. If you tell me it's okay, then it's the mafraya in the stem mishum dim kenyit batten the ziruto. Then his ziruto is going to go off. The megaz gayiz. But if you say no, you're not okaying it. He's just cutting it from where it is now. Mishum davi kiyum ki amar amen kimor vaani. And therefore, since making kiyum, he cannot be mefer his wife's neid and not because of his. He can't be mefer his wife's neid because of his wife's neid because he made a. Cute word by saying, Amen. 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 Am